The Niners find gold late. CJ and the Bear canceled after two weeks. The Lions raw to the NFC Championship. And the Bills, well, they take too much peyote, get scolded by the Chiefs. Next on Around the Couch. Damn. Welcome back, everybody, to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. My name is Axel. I'm here with Heath, Brett, and Andy. We're going to talk all about the very fun divisional. It was a divisional round, right? Divisional yes, matchups. Yes. You know, what that was a good weekend of football. Very much, except for the first game, really. Well, the first half of that game was good. Anyway, check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Email us at DVRpodcast at gmail.com. And check out Heath and I. We're doing True Detective Night Country. Wow. That's a great show, isn't it, Heath? It is fantastic, Axel. <laughs> and the podcast isn't bad either so and the yeah. podcast is great the podcast fantastic <laughs> all right well take it over solo let's fucking talk about these games i'm psyched all right yes we had four divisional round games of course none of our teams were in them but uh we're gonna start off on saturday shaky's game part two it was the uh Texans going in to Baltimore to face the number one seed Ravens. Ravens had the buy, so this was their first game. Uh, the Ravens came out on top 34 to 14. Uh, it was a good first half, as Axel said. And then I think I took a nap in the second half, but the doors went off. And yeah, yeah the Ravens end up winning by 20. So, uh, Ando, uh, any thoughts about this game? Did it go like you thought it would? Or I thought it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be a lot closer because like a lot of us last week, we were buying into the CJ Stroud hype. And I mean, he's still damn good, but he's not good enough to do it by himself. And the, the it just showed how much ahead the, the Ravens are than most of the other teams in the league. I mean, it was it, not like I said, not, there's not much to say about it. The Ravens just dominated. I mean, hell, Dalvin Cook was even racking up yards in the fourth quarter. So it's, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be, I, I, I think it's going to be a hard time having anybody stopping the Ravens the way they've been playing, but I don't know. That's I don't really have much else to add about the game. Like you said, it was nap material by the second half. <laughs> <laughs> it was. BTK, were you were you like sitting in front of your TV with your you know your Georgia coasters and mug and you know your Texans binky for your kid? No, what what were you doing during the game? <laughs> what the hell's going on, Solo? <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I was actually at a uh, party at a restaurant, but I was watching it on my phone, kind of secretly, so uh, discreetly. So, uh, <laughs> nice. luckily, it, it kind of turned into a blowout, so I could I could do a little more socializing. But that's basically how I was watching that one. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love. <laughs> I can see Brett at like a bar mitzvah or something, and or you know, so and then all of a sudden he's got the game and he's the guy in the car. Yeah, and everyone looks at him. He's like, shalom. Uh, <laughs> Axel, uh, yeah, I know you've been the CJ Stroud's main supporter on the pod yeah. from, from day two. Yep. Uh, did you, uh, did, now I want to ask you real quick, did you, because I know Ando, didn't your, didn't Luke find out, your son find out Dalvin Cook was playing and he was like, 
watching yeah, so, the game. Well, he knew. He knew. I had told him a couple weeks ago that. He, he left the Jets and he was going to the Ravens. So every week he has been asking me if Delvin is playing this week. And I said, oh, I think he's going to play. And I wasn't, I had to go to work for a little while during the game. So about halfway through, my wife texted me a picture that I sent you guys of Luke had took out his old Vikings Delvin Cook jersey and is watching the game on the iPad. He watched the whole damn game just to see Delvin Cook get those four carries or whatever it was in the fourth quarter. Oh my quarter. God. It's, I, I, I was oh. actually pretty proud that he actually like stayed with one player and not just... If once they're not the Vikings, then I'm like, I'm impressed that you actually. So that's that's not a lot of people will do that. Will be happy about the player that they like. So I was right. I was very I was very I was impressed. It made my oh, heart full, awesome. kind of a thing. So Axel did, did now is is Lachlan at the point where now the Dolphins are out? Is he watching the games with you? Did he watch this one with you, or is he just kind of pick and choosing moments? Um. Off and on, depending on the team, he watched. Oh, he watched pretty much the entire Bills Chiefs game, and we watched that right together. On. So it's really depending cool. on kind of who's playing this game. I think. Uh, I don't know. He might have watched a little bit of the second quarter, but I don't know. This was. Uh, yeah, this was. Uh, this was a tough one for. Uh, for good old CJ um, and the uh, rest of the Houston Texans. The, you know what? Out of all the games, this was kind of the one where they could still hold their head up high as they lost, you know, because no one really expected them to go this far. And the Ravens just put it away in the fourth quarter. It was actually pretty competitive even during the third quarter. But you could tell that the Texans weren't taking advantage of opportunities and the Ravens were kind of playing with them. And then they scored 17 in the fourth quarter. And it, you know, it looks like, uh, you know, it looks like the huge blowout, but they, they kept the the first half too was pretty competitive, but they should be happy that they did it. The Ravens are a great team. They impressed me, you know, um, for my pick this week, that's going to be a tough one you know well spoiler alert it's going to be a tough one they played great and lamar man he really has learned not to run but then run when he wants to and plan it out. it's it's just everything looks smoother for that team they really look like they are a well-oiled machine and um you know the ravens just couldn't handle them you know that's a great thing because you know we were wondering because Lamar Jackson, right, Ando, only had one playoff win in his career so far. Correct. Um, so it was it was like, okay, is playoff Lamar, as they call it, like playoff deck, but we don't need to talk about that. Or um, playoff Kirk. I mean, that, that yeah, anybody yeah, has those you, problems. Yeah, I, know, I know, right? It's playoff like, David Carr or Derek yeah, Carr or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, it, it, it looks like the Ravens are l- – could take that next step with Lamar, which is very interesting. And I think it's good for the NFL. If Lamar uh, can beat Mahomes and get to the Super Bowl, I think it would be very good for just branding and, and getting, you know, Lamar. Even I mean, every football fan knows who Lamar is, but just even the audience, the casual fan audience that maybe just watched the Super Bowl or something. Uh, and like you said, Axel, the Texans, they went above and beyond what they were expected to do. Yeah. They were picked to finish last. They're like, what are they doing trading up to get Will Anderson and oh CJ Stroud? He's no Bryant Young or Bryce Young, BTK. But you know, they look like they have the future there. And D'Amico Ryan's has got that team going. Um, I know 
everyone is so high on the offensive coordinator and it's like, you know, I, give it, give it a couple years. Like I, he may get a job, may not, who knows, but it's like, you know, every time a coordinator has one big year, he's like the hot new name. And so, uh, and, you know, just I just, I don't, I don't get that either. Cause so much of that is tied to how great Stroud was. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I guess they look at, they groomed right. BTK like, Oh, he's the one that, Made CG CJ Strub. It's a small pool. What are you gonna do, right? They well, that's true. That's just the way. It, that's the teams get hot, and then people start picking apart the team. You know. Yeah. And what were we gonna say, Brad? Shanahan treats too. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, that's. I think that's why he's attractive. Is that uh, everybody on that tree is uh, doing yeah. very well, having a lot of success. The pedigree there is high. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of trees, Brett. The 49ers beat the Packers 24 to 21. We got Debo got hurt. It looks like from what uh, I think George Kittle even said that the game plan was really heavily surrounded with Debo going in. So they lose him early. Of course, I lose another prop bet uh, because I had Debo all over the map. I'm like, great, gets hurt. There's a second guy this weekend that got hurt and screwed up my props. Anyway, uh, 24-21, the Pack then fired uh, defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Uh, which w- it was up in the air, but then the win with Dallas, but then, you know, Dallas scoring late. I It was up and down all year, so they got rid of him. But uh, what would you think of the game? Were you at a second bar mitzvah when you were watching the game that night? Or? <laughs> I was back at home by that point. But um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was a very exciting game. Um, back and forth. I mean, the 49ers did not come out and dominate like I thought that they would coming off a bye. The Packers just have been on fire for like six weeks and uh, they kept it, they kept it rolling. Um, kind of moved the ball at will. Uh, I, 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 the, the, that was a very even game. I, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that the 49ers were necessarily the better team or, 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 or the Packers. I mean, they were pretty evenly matched. So um, I was impressed by green Bay, but here we are with the 49ers back in the conference championship game. Right. Axel, were you impressed? Well, it wasn't Brock Purdy's best game. Um, as you pointed out, once Debo went out, there was kind of a they don't really have that fire. And I was impressed with Jordan Love. That last interception, though, that was doo-doo butter. That was a very that was a very bad pass. There was nothing. Is that, is that our new sponsor? Yeah. Doo doo butter. That was doo doo butter incorporated, trademarked. Um, <laughs> it was a very bad pass. But they too, like the Texans, they should help uh, hold their heads up high, right? I think that yeah. they played well. The Niners showed that they could actually come back, being down. Going into the fourth quarter, which is something we talked about on this podcast, if people were listening, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool for that to actually happen, and then you're what? Like, I, it got me more into the game. This was just a great game, and I was, I, I was, I was actually probably more impressed with the Packers, even though the 49ers won. And I think that they're going to be a hot team going into next year, baby. Oh yeah, people are going to be going to be the number one. Yep. Everyone's going to be yep. like they, a lot of people were at the Lions this year. And before we uh, put the uh, Packers, you know, your final thoughts at their funeral, uh, I will say this. I almost had to eat my shorts had they won 
because I wasn't (laughs) impressed with the Packers. But I will say this. They definitely uh, rose to the challenge and against better competition, you know, they beat the Cowboys and they could have won this game. The only thing I would say, Ando, is you remember, I guess it's, I'm going to say 80s, even 90s, even early 2000s. Like, you know how it's like you build a team and then you, you know, the one year, like you, you win a wild card game, then lose. Then next year, oh, you make strides and go further. And that's always the game plan. In today's NFL, it's like as much as it was so close for the Packers, the next year you could have so many injuries now or, it, you know, you wonder, was this a chance? Yeah, they're the youngest team in the NFL they'll be there again but you never know that's what that's why it's it's on the one side it's like man we got a young team we're good we're you know next year we're going to be great but then on the other side is if everything goes wrong like with minnesota all the injuries this year after you know so yeah so that's why now it's almost like you got to strike while the iron's hot yeah yeah, you don't don't want to i think I think this season in particular, especially with those with those injuries, or like with Rogers getting hurt and some of these other things, you you have to take advantage of every single chance that you get. Like thinking back to how I was talking earlier in the season, like I think the Vikings should just tank, tank, tank. Well, if they get in, they might maybe that's their only chance because you never. Or last year when the Vikings were going, maybe that that was maybe their window was closed already. So and it probably is with the way the Packers and the Lions are. But I think and I'm, this game, I think it was an awesome game, but. I also don't know. The Packers played well, but the 49ers, that's probably the worst they've played in quite a while. Like we've said many times, if they have one of their big guys get hurt, they struggle, which yeah. they did. They overcame that this year, this week. And the other thing about that game is the weather conditions were terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was pouring right. rain, rain most of that game. And it's, I think Great it's real point. easy to, it's real easy to overreact to results when they're, it's kind of like when the, the Buffalo game played in the snow and things like that. It's easy to over. Because I, I do it all the time, I'm guilty of it all the time. I always have to remind to tell myself that that don't put too much emphasis on the games played in the weather because it can really. I mean, Purdy was struggling a lot with that a lot. I mean, at the same time, if he plays like that against the Ravens, they're going to get slaughtered. So I just I don't know. It's I have I have mixed feel. It was an awesome game, but I'm not sure how much I'm willing to put in the results of that game. I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it kills me. It pains me because. You know, with the Niners like struggling a little bit, it just pains me. Like the Cowboys missed another opportunity <laughs> <laughs> to, to 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 like. It, so, you know, well, it, it just, I mean, think think of it this way though. So I think the Cowboys would have struggled even more in that game because they yeah. they can't they can't run in the they run the ball. Well, they couldn't run. They do. Yeah, and in that rain. What what was that going to do in that rain? In that rain, throw four picks. It, it would have been. I think it would have been even worse. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. The Packers were built yeah. to be able to play in that kind of weather a little better. That's a great point. That's teams. a great point. And, but but if Jerry just would have listened to me in July saying well, you need to get a, a running back. That's you know, true. Listen to me. You got to call let's, instead let's, of text solo. That's the thing. Oh, uh, um, you're right. Yeah, I, those I, old I, guys, they don't, they don't like to text. I do want to yeah. mention, too, I, we should mention Kristen, Christian McCaffrey, fucking stud. That guy is like 99% muscle, you know? He's, he's just like... <laughs> He, he's ridiculous. Got the he, jeans from his pops. He looks like kind of, you know, he reminds me a little, it, it hit me like a little Barry Sanders ish, the way he's always kind of like sitting down, like he runs very low to the ground as low center of gravity. He's, but he's so strong too. those legs, well, man. Axel, if you look, you know, 
usually before the second half, they show that uh, commercial. The well, it's not. It's like a promo of the NFL about copyright, and you see all like the players yeah. running from past, and then they merge into, and mm-hmm. Emmett Smith merges into McCaffrey, and it looks like I was like, wait, whoa, whoa. you know, it's just like whoa, I mean, if yeah. if Emmett played now, he'd probably be God, strong. I mean, strong like McCaffrey. Yeah. Like they they were kind of remind me of each other. Emmett Smith. Oh, I also wanted to mention though Rutgers graduate Bo Melton, who scored a touchdown. Hey, Bo. It's Bo Melton. <laughs> yep, that's it. Nice. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> Well, you're not done because Uh-oh. you're you're leading the next game. Oh, the uh, yeah. your boy Baker filmed a few it. commercials. Went to Detroit uh, to film Detroit one eight seven with Michael Imperioli, and in between that, he had a game. The Lions beat the Bucks thirty one twenty three. What did. were some of your thoughts, Axel Foley? Um, just like the Texans game, tied at ten at half, right? Then they both score third quarter seven seven. Then, of course, the Lions, two touchdowns. In the old fourth quarter, Baker, some uh, INTs, but he was tossing it. I mean, hey, I have to hand it to the Lions. They fought hard. They won the game. They were the better team. Just think, I don't know, man. This reminded me, it's just like at the end when Bowles didn't call the timeout, right? It's kind of like, ah, there's just like Jets shit. Like, that's why I never liked him as a head coach. I just felt like, I don't know, like sometimes when things were going wrong, I just felt like he was just like, oh shit, okay, let's, this is what's happening. Like, he didn't have the fight. Uh, and uh, the Lions did. And they were triumphant. And fucking Jared Goff, how many people have made fun of that guy? Fucking great. Jameer Gibbs, my man Amin Ra. They got a team. Saint there, Brown. Yeah, they got a team, the Lions, man. They were the better team that day. Um, and the Bucks, too, again, are kind of lucky to be there, right? So. Speaking of lucky, that's all I got. Brett, what do you got? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Tampa's lucky to be there because they play in such a shitty division, but. They've actually been also very hot, similar to Green Bay over like the last six weeks. They they played a whole lot better, and uh, Baker Mayfield in this game looked really good. I thought one of those that first interception I would I don't put on him. It was just tipped in the air. Um, yeah, by but, Mike Evans, who normally kept that's weird. Evans had a yeah, cool he was off at the beginning game. of that game. Mike yeah. Evans, he wasn't. Yeah, you sucked the well, last he, game. He redeemed himself, uh, mm-hmm. 147 yards, a touchdown. Baker had three TDs. Um, so, yeah, I was impressed with Baker, but you could see that Detroit was the better team, and uh, they kind of pulled away. They had a two-touchdown lead there until uh, a few minutes left in the game. So, you know, probably went as I would have had expected. I think they're six and a half point favorite, and I I I'd laid those points. So, um, but Tampa Bay they played well. They did. Yeah, they the Tampa Bay really. Uh, they really. I, I'm not gonna say impressed me, but I thought they were gonna finish last in that division. To be honest, mm-hmm. and you know, it's interesting. Ando, does Baker get a big contract now with Tampa? Does Tampa? You should. Keep him? 
I, I think okay, they do. I said Ando. <laughs> I, I think he does just for I mean <laughs> if, you just, if you just Axel. look at this year's stats and not and what's happened this year, not so much in the past, he's a top fifteen quarterback. He's in the top half of the league in oh, quarterbacks. Easy. He's amazing. And with Rock, the quarterback, right, relax there. Why would, you, why, why would you not resign him? I mean, unless he costs too much. But as a Falcons fan, I hope they resign him because <laughs> I feel like he, this might be a Daniel Jones situation. Just break him off and then let him tank. Yeah, that's it. Definitely could be. But I mean, and they played well enough that they're not going to get a high enough draft pick to get one of the stud yeah. quarterbacks. So you got to sign somebody to play there. Oh, but yeah. the state of the know, NFL. Like we've been following all season. I mean, look how many bad quarterbacks there are and how many backups yeah. have to play. You're almost, it's almost like, you know, I hate to bring the Cowboys situation up, but with Dak, he can't get him to the NFC championship. But what do you do if you don't sign him? You know, yeah. you're going to draft a second round quarterback, you know, well, that's, that's exactly Jojo what Smith it was out of Georgia state or something. That, like, that's exactly what it was for the Vikings after cousins got hurt this year. Everybody here for years has been Cousins is overpaid. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Well, we saw right. what happened when Cousins went out, and it's not pretty. So, no, I mean it's that's that's why some of these teams like like the Cowboys are they do they extend him? I mean they have to do something because they you have to they can't do that cap hit. Mayfield, are you? Yeah. What can you get to replace him that's going to be better? That's the it's yeah the amount of quality quarterbacks is just a scary proposition right now. Yeah, mm. good point. Well, speaking of scary quarterbacks, we had the, I believe the the seventh meeting. Yeah, it was the seventh meeting between Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Chiefs, 27-24. The Bills, another wide right uh, at the end there. Uh, Allen, you know, Diggs dropped a ball, and Allen missed an open receiver, and he shorted one, and then they missed Bass, misses the field goal. And I feel for Kellum. Kellum sent us an email, and we were going back yeah. and forth. He, he was talking about time machine. If he should go back in time and switch his fandom, um, uh, back in time. Tell me, uh, doctor. <laughs> Whoa, Axel Foley's got the peyote going or whatever. Oh, a lot, but, of pe- uh, a lot of peyote on this podcast tonight. So, uh, yeah, it's the second reference. Yeah, um, is that Tahoe? Watch peyote? Young Guns. Let's watch Young Guns and take peyote. Um, it's a beautiful flower. Um, old, old reference, uh, oh Mahomes and, oh, six consecutive AFC championship appearance. Crazy. I, I just ridiculous. I want, I know I wanted the bills lying so bad. So that meant I probably have jinx that I, I get it, but I think like just, 99% of America wanted that. Yeah, yeah, that would have just been a feel-good Super Bowl. Like knowing one of these fan base, I mean, the Bills fan base is just so tortured. I mean, when you know, I often complain to bring up the Cowboys again, the ten years of Jason Garrett and what could have been if we had a coach. But I mean, honestly, and, and Axel, we talked about how you you know the power of now, and you got to go for it now because you never know what might happen. I mean, those four Bills straight seasons in the eighties, I mean, the nineties. I mean, those are some of the best teams, um, the best one of the best teams of all time, especially not to win a Super Bowl. Oh, and that's one of the that's one of the greatest runs I saw them in any sport ever, my friend. Many times live, yeah. Thurman Thomas, Jimmy Kelly, Andre Reid, Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, Cornelius Bennett, Jay Reimers. Talley was so uh, good. 
Yeah, I mean Kelso. I mean it, it just Kelso, you know, so Kelso it, to the twenty, Kelso to the thirty. Really? He ran that much. Uh, but yeah, no, <laughs> it, it just and oh, it just I feel for Bills fans, and they, I mean, talk about a fan base that is just all in. And, and you know, it's interesting. I think it was the GM podcast on the Athletic feed. They were talking about, I believe it was them. They were talking about how you know sports fandom, and you know, you see the. Di- the, the Bills fans like in the crowd just crying and just upset. And then the Lions, when they're winning, crying in joy. Yeah. It's like a lot of these cities, the the sports team or especially the football team is like ingrained. Like Green Bay is I mean, it's the same in a lot of most cities. Um, that people live and die by their teams, and this means so much to them. You know, yeah. their parents have been fans for 40 years or whatever, and you know, it's just generations and generations, but the heartache, I mean, you know, being a Minnesota fan, actually, you all know that, uh, you know, Minnesota Jets and Falcons, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's, 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 it's gotta be really hard. And, uh, so what, what are some of your thoughts on this game and Mahomes again, my gosh, all right. I, I set you up with a lot of stuff Ando. so yeah, oh. well, <laughs> as soon as we finished talking about this game, I had told you guys after we quit last week that I had a bunch of stats ready for some fun stat stuff, and it ties directly into what you were just saying. We, let's get to that as soon as we're done talking about this game because okay. it's kind of about it's it'll be a fun, well, fun in in quote marks fun experience. Okay. And, but and I got and also I got one surprise question I want to ask the three oh. of you, but I'll do it. We'll do it after that. I didn't put Perfect. it in the notes. I want to surprise you guys. Tell me, Doc. Well, this. I mean, short short of having the Bills lose the game, it was another awesome game, and Mahomes looks like the Mahomes of old. I mean, man, he looked he looked good. I mean, it, it looked the best he's looked all year. I've seen most of the Chiefs games this year, and it was it was it seemed like last year's Mahomes or the year before, and that's that it's going to be a hell of a game this weekend between the Ravens. I can't wait to I can't wait. I mean, then there was. Unfortunately for the Bills, there was still a few of those stupid mistakes and stupid things that I'm surprised McDermott isn't on more of the hot seat for this. But I mean, how do you fire him after the after the success he's had? Same reason they're probably hanging on to your guy in Dallas that we will not name. But I just I don't I can't even remember man, his name. Yeah. yeah, things like not not utilizing <laughs> Diggs at all. I'm surprised Diggs hasn't forced his way off the team by now already. Because I mean, oh, he I will. <laughs> he I don't. Will. It's the I'm. I'm really, really looking forward to this AFC Championship. I mean, another quarterback Titan matchup that we're going to have after this last one. I mean, it's it was a good game. I guess I don't have a whole lot to add about it. It was just it was another great game and another perform another reason why Mahomes has cemented himself as the best quarterback in the league right now. And it's I don't think it's well, it might be close. We'll see this week. But that's just, Mahomes was my big takeaway from that game. Axel, we. Were you going to, uh, while you watched the game, did you channel your inner Jason Kelsey, took off your shirt, ran outside, and, you know, or or did you just watch Slap the game? Taylor Swift's flat ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, <laughs> Analysis, listen. my friends. Oh, shake it off. Anyway. <laughs> um, last week, I said, you got to take down the king if you want to be the king. But Josh Alien, what more could he have done? That man is a national treasure, a, a wonderful <laughs> human being. He played his fucking ass off without even doing too much. He tried to get other people, but, I mean, he was the run game. He was the pass game. 
And again, just like the Ravens and this, what a game we're going to have this weekend, folks, because the Chiefs are, it's like they're just locked. They All of a sudden they're like, oh shit, the Chiefs are locked in. Of course, it's the Chiefs, right? And people are stepping up and they look great. And Kelsey wakes up and catches a couple passes. And the next thing you know, wide right. What are you going to do? What would have happened now if that few, if that field goal had been good? What are the chances? How much time was left when he missed that? Oh, the Chiefs would have came down and won it. (laughs) That's exactly right. Like everybody knows. I mean, yeah. So couldn't stop, you know, anything in that game. So it's just they, you know, Mahomes is, in my estimation, the greatest quarterback to ever play in the NFL. It's not Tom Brady. Brady, No, no, it is Patrick Mahomes. In it took Brady twice (laughs) as long to do what Mahomes has done consecutively. And he's going to, I'm not going to predict it. I won't, I'll, I'll save my, I'll save my prediction. But well, I was very here's impressed the question by I the have defense. To, I have to too. ask about that yeah. though. I when, just, Tom, when Tom Brady was doing that, he was doing that against Peyton Manning. Is there anyone in the mm-hmm. league that, that Patrick Mahomes has that as a, of that caliber of rival at this I point? I don't know, Joe. He's Burr. had an easier, much uh, easier road. Yes. I'm going to, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I know you're living in the now, fellow. I know Mahomes is great. Believe me, he, I watched at the Brady. End of it, I watched Brady all those years. Yeah, you, you're I'm tainted a Jets fan. though. You're tainted though. You're you might, a Jet you know fan. what? You're tainted. You know what? You I'm really gonna have are. to admit, I'm gonna step away from this because you are absolutely right. As a Jets fan, my hatred of Tom Brady in particular, not even the New England Patriots, because I actually liked Drew Bledsoe. By the way, his ass got knocked out by Mo Lewis, but I am tainted. Solo's right, so I'll step back. Uh, and I'll, I'll and say, Tom Brady, 40-ass-year-old Tom Brady, beat Mahomes not too long ago, folks, in Mahomes yeah, in his yeah. prime. So let's just pump the brakes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, BTK. It's, I, I think Tom it's Brady. apples to oranges because Brady's already retired. I mean, at this point in his career, Mahomes is ahead of Brady, if you're just looking at where both guys were six or seven years into their career. doesn't mean that he's What are you talking about? The they, Brady already had three rings in his. Okay, great. Well, Belichick no, had no. three rings. I'm talking okay. about how he how how he played at quarterback. Those those were great defenses. He yeah. he wasn't the dominant quarterback that he was later in his career in that in that early stretch. In my opinion, that's that's just my opinion uh, based on my memory. I agree. Stats nowadays from 2001 and stats now it's ridiculous. It's inflated too. I'm not, you know, but I don't want to say Mahomes is probably going to be like the third greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. When it's all said who's and second, done. then I, who's second solo? Do you right now? Uh, well, Aikman. No, no. Montana. Uh, see, Montana's up there for me. Yeah. But Peyton's up there too. I, yeah. I true. guess I go Brady that Montana. Was kind of woo though. Brady Montana. What Montana went on his last legs? What he almost. He Chiefs. almost got Kansas City to the Super Bowl. And then the Bills knocked him out. But, uh, you know, but again, this we could argue about this for we a, could. a year. Yeah, oh, yeah, this would I be mean, a full season I mean, of podcasts. Brett came I on mean, strong, though. I like that. Yeah, no, no, Brett. Go, I'm sorry. I interrupted you, Brett. Yeah, I, I, well, I just wanted just to get go. back to this game just real quick because <laughs> okay, I think the story is, like you all are saying, the story is Patrick Mahomes. Um, it was a great game back and forth. Um Watching the game, I thought Buffalo played really well, really hard, but I also felt like they were 
they were always almost trying to play catch up, which sounds weird because they were leading for half the game. But they they got a lot of breaks, I feel like, other than like the, the fake punt, which was, I don't know, it, it's always terrible when you oh my God. fake punt. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. And then, and, yeah. then, and then missed field goals. But other than that, they converted some fourth downs to keep drives alive. They fell on a fumble that – that, that they fumbled the ball and they ended up falling on it 10 yards down yeah. the field. And then of course the Mikko Hardman break, they that went in their favor as well. So it was a really great game back and forth and they had a chance to win, but it, just looking at the two teams, I felt like chiefs were clearly the better team. And um, you know, a lot of that's on the homes, but I feel, I really feel for Buffalo fans and it's, it's the saber factor, like the Buffalo Sabers, also kind of adds to this because f- hardcore fans <laughs> in those necks of neck of the woods have, have been without a championship in both of those sports for their entire existence. So it's just kind of oh, like compounded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Sabers is another. <laughs> that's another podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I must say. Yeah. I've, oh, oh, go ahead, Solo. No, no, go ahead, follow. I was go just going to say, just to echo and to shout out Kellum too. Mr. Echo. It is sad. <laughs> he had to leave the island. Oh, he got island fever. Um, <laughs> I mean, we all think back to also the Vincent Gallo film, Buffalo 66, right? I always think about it. Don't really think about American Brown Buffalo. Bunny as much, though, because that was the one when close 70. You know, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, it's a sad loss and I feel bad. And remember, I went to the uh, the um, AFC championship when Buffalo lost to Denver. And what was it? Ninety something or other. I went, my dad and I went. I it was it was 90, maybe. Maybe it was. That was, sounds right. Or, or 89, 89. I was in yeah. high school. And um that, like you said, Solo, 89. that town, yeah. it's something more Party. than just football, you know? Yeah. So I can feel yeah. that, and it's it, it's sad. And the through the end zone shit, we talk, remember we talked about that for like oh, a half oh. hour back when that happened. I was like, hey, we talked it about ha- that on the podcast. I th- well, it happened to the Vikings. It happened to the Cowboys, didn't it? It's happened to the Bills. It ha- it's happened, Such like, a happened to the Falcons. Falcons. Or the Falcons. That's what it was. The Falcons. And, and, yeah, and the and Cowboys. Cowboys. It's happened yeah. to three of our teams. C.D. Lamb against the Lions. Yeah. It's just stupid. It's just a stupid rule. It just should go back, either go to the 20 or the spot of the fumble, right? Like you can't advance mm-hmm. it anyway, right? So anyway... Uh, or, or if they make a rule where all fumbles that go out of bounds go to the uh, the defense, then the oh, that okay, swing Brett. things the other way. Oh, you I know? like that, Brett. I had yeah, I wouldn't mind that, that. I wouldn't mind that rule either. That I like it. that. What I heard, I think I heard one of the broadcasters on <laughs> mention that, and I stole it. So it's my idea. Y'all. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> your idea. I don't know Brett original from yeah. anyone else. Yeah. Um, uh, well, real quick, uh, I used to live in Niagara Falls, New York, in the 80s for a couple of years. So right next to Buffalo. Mm. And I remember th- those were bad years. And you couldn't give away Buffalo uh, trash cans, sweatshirts. Yeah. I, remember I remember being at one of my football games. They would announce the bill score and everyone in the crowd would be like, ah, <laughs> like, yep. it was so funny. It was just it was rough. And then when Jim Kelly came, it changed everything. But uh-huh. they just. 
uh, I just couldn't do it. But um, man, I still well, I like one of those Bills trash. Mention games. two more stats on this game real quick before we leave it. Just, just to go to my point that I felt like the Buff Buffalo's kind of playing catch up, even though it was evenly matched, because they both ended up with almost the same amount of yards. It was uh, what was the total yards here? Uh, three sixty one to three sixty eight. But the Chiefs did that in 47 plays. Buffalo did that in 78 plays. And the time of possession was 23 minutes to 37 minutes. Yeah. So the the stats look similar, but I just felt like one team was better than the other team. Efficiency, man. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. The Chiefs are well sharpened. And, and, And you're also kind of a little bit like, what the fuck? Why do they always trick us like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, they just have the tendency to do this, don't they? Well, and I will say this on the Mahomes point in Mahomes direction with all the drops and everything. It reminds me of some of those Brady years where he had no receivers mm-hmm. and to get him to the AFC championship this season with the, the I mean, Kelsey's not the same. The, the receiving core is the drops. He's right. He rice has become his go-to guy uh, and he's a rookie. Well, um, and even I, wasn't it last week when Rice had three or four drops last week? Didn't he have a couple yeah. of drops last week? So it's so been so inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, it's still these drops are just. But I mean, if if, if Mahomes, if they go in and win in Baltimore, cool. uh, I that that's pretty. You know, I, that would be pretty impressive considering what the team is right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. but ah. Uh, God, I can't. You're right. I can't wait for this matchup. I'm really excited about uh, Mahomes Lamar. Um, and that's the early game on Sunday. I think oh, that's, that's right. a noon that kickoff early. Pacific. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, it is. So uh, before before we move off the Bills, I had I yeah. had this stuff prepared last week after the Cowboys got eliminated and all of us were eliminated. But after the conversations we had with Kellum, I'm like. Well, I wanted to talk about this anyways this week, but I'm like, I need to include Callum in here too because he he's like the honorary member of the team. But I, I conceived of something, and I'm basically going to uh, maybe be a recurring segment whenever it's needed. So hopefully it's never needed again. But it's basically <laughs> going to call it the Misery Index. And like everybody knows throughout – I did a some little bit of tiny research last week, and I mean everybody knows in, in league history – like. The Cowboys have the most wins in the regular season and all that. I mean, but we're talking post the last time they were at the Super Bowl. Because like you have said many times, Solo, since that Super Bowl, it has been nothing but misery. So I started looking at, this is like post-Super Bowl. post okay. So the 1995-96 season when they won the Super Bowl. So everything passed that. So I looked at all how all of our five teams stacked up since then. It's been 28 years since any of our five teams have won a Super Bowl. And the following is how bad our teams have been, and good in some areas. And actually, the results really surprised me. In the regular season, the Cowboys and the Vikings are tied for the same winning percentage. Cowboys have 244 wins. The Vikings have 243, but the Vikings have two ties. So the winning percentages are tied. Um, but the Bills, the Falcons, and the Jets are all under 500 since then. Vikings and Cowboys have appeared in the playoffs 13 times since then, out of 28 years. The Falcons and Bills nine times, the Jets seven times. However, the Falcons are eight and nine in those in the years they've been in the playoffs. The Vikings are eight and 13. The Jets are seven and seven. 
The Bills are five and nine, and the Cowboys, Solo, you are right, are five and thirteen. Yeah. I mean, they they just the the Falcons also the only team, and they've had two of them Super Bowl appearances. One of them came with the cops of my team, of course, and two more <laughs> NFC Championship appearances. So the the Falcons, when they go to the playoffs, they go all. I mean, they don't fuck around. Two Super Bowls and two NFC Championships. The Vikings have lost four NFC Championship games since then. <laughs> Okay. Oh, one of them was the Viking, uh, the Falcons game, which is a heartbreaker. Two of the other ones, the Vikings lost, and they got their asses kicked, thirty-eight to seven, to uh, to the Philly Eagles with Nick Foles and forty-one zero to the oh, New the York Giants. Giants. Yeah, I remember that game. the The Jets have been to three AFC Championship appearances since then. The Bills have been to one, and of course, like you have told us solo since then, the Cowboys have not been to an NFC Championship game in twenty-eight years or twenty-nine years because that was the last time was twenty-nine years ago. It's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy that our teams have been this like wow. Solo and I have had some good success in the regular season, but our playoff hurt is uh, yeah, just immensely terrible. And like <laughs> Brett, and, Brett and Axel, when you guys get to the playoffs, you go all the way to the championship games or Super Bowls. And it's, I don't know. I just thought it was a fun, a fun misery rating of how <laughs> yes, we're not, it's not our imagination. It's not our imagination, how heartbreaking yeah. our teams all are. So, wow. Yeah, because, I mean, even when Parcells was coached for four years, um, they made the playoffs the first year, lost to Carolina. Then they didn't make the playoffs for two years. Then the last year they lost Seattle, the Romo slippery ball game. So even mm-hmm. Parcells Ooh. couldn't win in the postseason with the Cowboys. It's Their first it's win, crazy. the Cowboys' first playoff win since the Super Bowl, I believe, was 2009 against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. That was their first playoff win. And so it was like wow. over 10 14 years. years or something yeah. or, four, or 14, whatever, nine. Yeah. I can't add. Um, <laughs> yeah. 14 years. And uh, what were the Jets three AFC championships? Uh, Two with 19, 1998 against the Denver. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah. actually three Many. out of our four teams that year were in that championship games. Yeah. Cause that was the same year that the Vikings and the Falcons were playing in the NFC. Yeah, that was. Oh, and then yeah, Indianapolis in 2009 season and the Steelers in the 2010 season. Yeah, that was Sanchez. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, you know. All right. Speaking. Oh, Axel. What? Oh, I was just gonna say, uh, it just goes to show what good fans we are, that we stick with these bum fucking teams. Fuck them. (laughs) Amen. Amen. This leads to my fantasy question for you guys. So. If going into next year, if the NFL got rid of the Jets, the Cowboys, the Falcons, <gasps> and the Vikes, and you had to pick a new team, oh, like you had to reality. have a team, Perfect. what team would you be rooting for next season? I think, Axel, are you the Texans, or would you have a different team? Go with you first. Ah, mm, uh, no, no, no. I don't think it would be the Texans. I couldn't go full on as a fan. I mean, I, I is this that's a, no, is no, this no. A, a permanent change or is this just yeah, yeah, no. How about this? Let's make this because I know Axel's going to analyze this too much. Go erase <laughs> all Jet fandom from your head. The Jets never existed. Blank you slate, had to pick yeah. a team. Blank slate. Um, you're picking oh, a team hard. based on the last you know watching football. Now you're like, all right, I got to pick a team. I got a gun to my head. I got to pick a team and who you're going to be diehard rooting for. This is your team. I think it probably, but you know, I mean, it's tainted. I can't, it's hard to remember, forget my whole life, 
But well, uh, forget it. Just for this segment, pretend. <laughs> pretend. Uh, it would. I don't know. Probably either be the Chiefs or the Bills. I've always liked the Bills, actually, even though they play in the Jets division. Right. Well, can you pick one of those, Bills um, or Chiefs? I'm going to pick the me. Bills. Okay, jo- thank you. And Josh Alien. I love that dude. Okay. Okay. Ando. I had to look at my. I had to look at a team list here because I, I, I love this question. <laughs> I think I would be uh, one of the teams I have always loved. And I have no reason why, no reason to love them, maybe because they're also lovable losers. A lot of times I would have the Bengals would be my team. Oh, nice one. I like it. BTK. Well, I was going to say, if it's just for like one or two years, I'd probably pick the Ravens because I'm on, I'm on a Ravens kick right Ooh. now. No, it would be and for I'm, the rest of your also, life. Yeah. yeah. And not I, 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 I grew an affinity for the, uh, the the Ravens Titans rivalry back in the early two thousands when the, those teams would like combine to allow like eight points a game or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the defense there, um, and also the fact that Tennessee is about a four hour drive from me. Uh, Nashville is, and they're and they're not a divisional opponent to the Falcons. In fact, they're in the other conference. Yeah, I had to do the same but thing. The Falcons don't exist, Brett. Yeah. The yes. Falcons don't exist, Brett. You never well, the Falcons. Yep, they don't time exist. travel. Uh, how how am I you supposed to do that? Travel, I don't right? like this. Just, exercise. just do it. Just do it. You, <laughs> you just thought do I was going to think because the Falcons have brought you so much greatness. The closest team to me, uh, which probably well, Charlotte and Charlotte's probably a little closer than Nashville. Um, but you know, I I got family in Nashville. Give me the Titans. Oh, now remember them. Bonus question for you: What do you think the city of Atlanta would? What team they would flock to if if the Falcons didn't exist? Hmm. Would it be Would it be the Titans? Maybe because they're close, or. Uh, you know, it probably we we have a ton of New Orleans fans in this wow. city. Uh, Katrina uh, has a lot to do with that, but even before mm-hmm. then, I mean this this rivalry has been around. They both came into the league the same year, nineteen sixty six, sixty seven, and right. and the same division, and ever since then. So, uh, if if the Falcons didn't exist, but the Saints did, I could see a lot of the, the people in Atlanta uh, adopting that team. Right. Sadly, but. Kills yeah, my heart to say that. That's the same thing here. If the Vikings never existed here, most of Minnesota would be green and gold. I have no doubt of that in my mind. I mean, it would be it would this would be Packers yeah. country as far as I could see. Yeah. God, imagine seeing Ando in an alternate reality with uh, like Aaron Rodgers jersey. No, <laughs> no, no. Oh God, I know. Well, I know it's tough. Solo, for how me, about you? Yeah, for me, my whole family are Patriot fans, yeah, so I would have been a Patriot say, fan. Yeah, that's I mean, sad. That's very now, sad. Now, but I'm going to add, I'm going to hate you. I hate your job, Brady. <laughs> no, um, but I will say this. In Brett's, like Brett's case, if I had to pick a team now based on this last season, um, that would be interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably go Cincinnati because of Joe Burrow. Oh, I, you know, but, and then as a kid too, like, you know how, like, like Lachlan's big DK Metcalf fan. And, you know, it'd be wondering if I was a kid now, that would be interesting too. I'd probably be, I'd probably be a chiefs fan if I was a kid now, because I was a front runner as a kid. So I'd probably be a chiefs fan (laughs) if I was a kid now, I'm sure. But because with me, 
living in Rhode Island, yeah, Patriots were, but like the Cowboys, all my friends were Cowboys. Like everyone just loved the Cowboys. So I started loving the Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah, Then Um, I didn't have the, and then I moved to New York, Pennsylvania, California. So I've never really had like, I mean, I stuck with the Celtics and Bruins, but like the Angels in 94, I became a fan. Long story. Why? I'm so happy I did. Um, but <laughs> so the gift that keeps on giving, Solo. Yeah, I just I've made some bad choices. But wait, hey, what are you going? It's do? your surroundings. Like I picked the Bills, and I think that's also because they are people forget a New York team. Yeah, There's, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're literally a New York team. The only team that plays in New they York. They are the yeah. I mean, the, honestly, the Jets. See, I think the no. I guess I think the Giants too. They don't have any offices or anything in New York. Like nothing with the Jets has anything to do with the city or state of New York, but except the name, it's very weird. They yeah. used their there when I when we were growing up. I think until the nineties or maybe until uh, Woody bought the team, their head offices were in Manhattan. Like it was separate from the training facility. Well, didn't the New York Football Giants play in New York early on? Yeah, so did the Jets. Before they went to Jersey? Oh, they bought the Jets because, yeah, yeah, that's right. The so Jets they played were, at Shea Stadium. The old Polo Grounds that's right. was the first that's place right. they played. That's right, the Polo Grounds. Wow. Yeah. Well, in baseball, you had the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, so maybe you could have <laughs> the, the New York Jets of East Rutherford. Yeah. Oh, 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 I thought we were ending the podcast there, BTK. Like East that. Rutherford. Or, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to just go over uh, some coaching news uh, before we get to the picks and everything. And I'll I'll just I'll throw a headline out there, and you guys just comment. And then when we're done, I'll move on. So I mentioned Packers fired Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator. Well, right before we got on the pod, uh, you know, I was ready to say, well, Pete Carroll's lobbying for that Chargers job, and well, guess what? He ain't (laughs) lobbying anymore because. Jim Harbaugh has been hired as the Chargers coach. Yeah. Um, big, big move, guys, for the Chargers. I didn't think they would put up the money and give the control, but Chargers are in desperate need. What are your thoughts? Good for Herbert. Yeah. I think it's a good move for Harbaugh. I think he's, you know, he's more of an NFL guy than a college guy. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because L.A., the LA market is at least from what I hear is, is not like crazy about the NFL product. So you got the Rams who had a parade that, that was scant attendance when they won the Super Bowl a few years ago. I feel like the chargers, all their fans are in San Diego. Um, you know, maybe he'll bring some juice to the city, but it, it doesn't matter either way. I mean, NFL team is still an NFL team. So but yeah, I think it's a good move for the NFL. And, for and I mean, he is kind of a celebrity coach. So, I mean, everything I, I so you have to confirm this, but everything I've always heard about LA is they love celebrities and that kind of like when the Lakers are. Nah. It's, so, <laughs> so I think it probably is a good hire too. I mean, he, I think I mentioned this last week. He is following the Pete Carroll. I'm going to get in trouble at my current job. So let's go to the NFL model. And it worked good for Pete Carroll. <laughs> so. It's I'm, I'm guessing he's going to be, I mean, he has ties to that organization. He played quarterback there for a while. So it's, it's it, true. It pro- probably yeah. made, I mean, even the, 
like the Chargers have been sending out all kinds of stuff on their social medias since this hired of all the old Jim Harbaugh highlights of when he was playing quarterback for him. So it, they obviously had all that in mind too. I mean, I don't. He, he coached at San Diego, the university. Oh yeah, yeah that's that was right. For several years, gig, right? so yeah. so he's he probably has a house for, down there and maybe some family or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm staying in this guest house right now. He's one, and you know, we've always, at least since we've started this podcast, we've constantly said how good would the Chargers be with a good coach because Staley had made so many mistakes. Harbaugh's not going to make those kind of mistakes, so it's probably it's it's got to be a good it's got to be an upgrade from Staley. So yeah, um, so when I heard the Pete Carroll rumblings, I'm thinking, oh, you know, Pete USC ties um, that would be kind of big. He, he but that was a while ago, and he's been to Seattle for a while. Harbor's younger, and I think will have a little more juice, but it's still the Chargers. What they should have done is the Raiders should have came back to LA, and the Chargers should have went to Vegas, and and like a fresh start in Vegas. That's what should have happened. Or actually, I would I'll rewind. They should have just stayed in San Diego, but that's new stadium thing and all that. They they're San Diego too. It's tough for LA football team, especially with the Rams because they left. And then came back, but mm-hmm. there's still a lot of there's a lot of transplants here, so you got all the fandom. But the Raiders are still the core here, um, not yeah. the Rams, not the Chargers. And the Rams played in Anaheim, remember? Before they left to St. Yeah. Louis, um, they were in Anaheim, so they were the, Anah- the L.A. Rams of Anaheim. So, um, you know, it, it's just it's tough. Um, Maybe the yeah, Chargers like, should move to Mexico. Well, They're they would love the a game team in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, they would love they would love a team in Mexico and London, like yeah, ASAP. Move the Jags to London. Yeah, move the Chargers to Mexico. <laughs> Axel, would you go to Mexico to see the Chargers play? Mexico is my World Cup team. <laughs> if USA didn't <laughs> exist, well, that's football. Not no, football. no, no. I don't root for you. I've never. I've. I've always been a rule breaker solo. I don't root for the USA in the Olympics. I root for other countries. <laughs> Uh, I'm not patriotic. Only for New Jersey. Yeah. Oh my God! The federal government is going to shut down our podcast now. Thanks a lot, Axel. <laughs> I'm a free man. All right. What's the next coaching thing? Solo, hit me. Oh, I thought we were having an earthquake. I guess that was just a big truck that. Oh no. Okay. No, it's my. Uh, Brian Callahan was hired as the Titans coach. Okay. I think I am having an earthquake. Really? I don't know. Live yeah. on the podcast? Huh? Are you serious? Yeah. Solo? I think- yeah, no, I think I definitely was an earthquake, but it was my it was minor. Oh, oh whoa! Anyway, we'll see. We'll have to <laughs> Let's see if it comes over I, here. I'm only unless unless my bowels are moving extra hard. Still shaking a little bit. Yeah, I think we just had an earthquake live on the pod. Oh okay, God. but the pod continues. Um, wow, you said that so casually. Like I know. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know. I never would have twenty years ago, but now <laughs> I feel. Yeah, still. Well, I just uh, I just logged shaking. on to Twitter and there's a ton of people just yelling earthquake with like 18 exclamation points. So okay, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I could still feel my ass shaking. Holy cow! I think every day is on Twitter's like that, though. I mean, you well, that's true. That's true. What people's ass shaking? Um, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. No, okay. That what? Yeah, that definitely was an earthquake. Earthquake. Um, this is so Callahan- size Riverside. Riverside, dude. Where? How close are you to that? Yeah, uh, hour and forty-five minutes. So that's why we, it's probably not as okay crazy. We hit, but Damn, yeah, okay, so yeah. Well. 
I would do, live on the pod, guys. Look at that. Ratings are going up if people yes, listen to this. There we go. <laughs> this um, is the most dangerous well, spot on the on the <laughs> internet. I'll, I'll let you know if I get any aftershocks. <laughs> if you start hearing <laughs> things crashing. Yeah. Um uh, I'll, I'll continue doing the pod live. Uh, I'm like, I'll be like uh what's Anderson Cooper at, <laughs> in Kuwait or whatever. The guy reporting in a hurricane the, and all that shit. The scud man on the scene. Me. Yeah. 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 So hopefully uh, that wasn't Cap- a before shock and the real earthquake is about to come. So Oh great. Hope. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> well anyway. I could be if I'm if, if you hear the if you hear the waves, that means California's going under and I'll <laughs> my last words will be on this podcast. Leave it in, Axel. Well, Leave it'll it be in. recorded for all eternity, so that's good. Yeah, all right. We'll have your last words. So did this earthquake hire someone as a coach or what? What's going on? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly. <laughs> Look at that. Axel's like, screw that. I don't care if your house is shaking. Let's no, get, get you're okay, Solo. I don't care. No, I, I'm just I messing care. with you. Uh, yeah, Brian Callahan, the, we'll call him the earthquake coach, was hired as the Titans coach. <laughs> Five years, he was the Cincinnati OC. So I guess Brett, would that be Shanahan Tree? Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, what you call it is a Shanahan guy. He has to be uh, Callahan, Shanahan. All these motherfuckers are Irish. There's so many mix in this. Fu- and I don't mean that derogatorily. And by the way, I am. Man. You're Irish. <laughs> I'm allowed to say that, I guess, right? But there are so many McDaniel, Mc Johnson, Mc whatever, and then they're Callahan. All these guys are so many Irish <laughs> guys. Pete Carroll. Come on. It's like, whatever. All these fucking Irish Whoa, guys. Oh, Axel. There's a lot of Italianos, Axel, too, Solo, Irish. like you. Sirianni, yeah. Fangio. And All right. Well, let's is, get to well, the let, floor. Is there he goes again, guys. Up. He's hopping on my notes. Sorry, <laughs> Going down <guys>. Antonio <laughs> Pierso. <laughs> I was going to make a last joke. <laughs> All right. Moving on. The j- Brett, the Jags hire Falcons DC Ryan McNeilson for the defensive coordinator job. Oh God, another. One. That, yeah, what's funny about that, about that is that uh, when teams were first requesting interviews with him, the Falcons were rejecting those requests, and then they interviewed Bill Belichick, and suddenly they were accepting those requests. God, <laughs> so <it's>, yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like, are we put connecting the dots here? Because you're not allowed to hire a coach yet, but maybe you have something you know, a handshake agreement or whatever, but now it's a week later and nothing's happened. But anyway, that was just interesting timing. Um, so, okay. So yeah. Brett, the state of the Falcons, let's just go into it. So Harbor was interviewed. Um, Belichick two interviews. Now you mentioned you reported early today off air that Vrabel interviewed for the Falcons job. Is that yeah, correct? They, that, or yeah, that's they, they have interviewed 13 people. For oh my this God. Job. Ben Johnson was interviewed. I could tell you real quick, Bobby Slowick, Brian Johnson, Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Mike McDonald, Brian Callahan, Steve Wilkes, Ejiro Evero, Mike Vrabel, Anthony Weaver, Raheem Morris, Joe Brady, and Aaron Glenn. Jesus, the whole wow. league. That's great. Basically That's a good the list. They got I never we actually that happening. That's several of those have we need to uh, have we need to, uh as well. Yeah. We need to wrap up quick because I'm actually scheduled to interview with the Falcons later tonight. <laughs> so can we, let's get it moving. We got to prep Luke no, and because I'm going on his DC and Luke's the quarterback's coach. We got it. Perfect. Surprise. Yes. This is the interview. Oh, shit. <laughs> yep. That that's earthquake not, thing was just to knock you off. Yeah. Oh. That's not BTK. That's some guy who works for the Falcons who interviews people. 
<laughs> well, shit, I fucked that up, I guess. Oh, BLT. No, no, we want to bring you back for a second interview. <laughs> oh, oh, perfect. <laughs> great. I'll be ready for that one. <laughs> like, I just can't understand how a team, I know you had a, uh, you know, Rooney rule and usually you do four or five candidates, maybe, but like 13? Yeah, this is unusual. Yeah, this is, this is the most thorough that I've ever remember. And then they'll hire some guy we haven't heard of. It was a Zoom <laughs> interview. And yeah, well, the new rules this year meant that they had to, they couldn't interview candidates, you know, on teams um, until after the divisional round, which would have been like Monday or Sunday or Monday. So I knew there would be no announcement until at the very earliest, like middle of this week, which I guess is why we're hearing a couple of these names. Um, But you know what i mean there's just like they're still lining up interviews <laughs> so oh, it's it's strange i'm sure they've satisfied the rooney rule by now uh, yeah because well, a lot Steve of these Wilkes guys, alone yeah well uh, some of them have been bur- virtual and they have to be in person but a lot of these guys oh, are okay. have, have been in person i think hmm. wow. so it's not that that's so. a lot of work having done interviews before like i've interviewed people and had to hire people and it's fucking annoying it can be yeah. fun. And these interviews, Axel, like three hours sometimes. Like yeah, these are no, lengthy. In depth too, right? Like they're yeah. talking about serious shit for a lot of money. All, you're you're well, charging it, a lot of people. That's a it lot. Might not, it might not be as uh, odd as we think. Because when you were talking there, but I was looking up, because I remember the Vikings interviewing quite a few when they hired O'Connell. And by my count here, they they interviewed 10 guys in the first round. Jesus, so, the, I think oh, wow. the Jets interviewed n- nobody. Salo was just like, hey, like Rich Kotite. Can I we love you guys? <laughs> like, and the funny thing is, a lot of those names are still being can talked I? to. Like, the, when the Vikings hired him th- three years ago, Jim Harbaugh, Nathaniel Hackett, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, Jonathan wow. Gannon, Todd Bowles, Raheem Morris, Kevin O'Connell, D'Amico Ryans, Patrick Graham were all interviewed. So wow. it's a lot of the same candidates. It's going to be Belichick. Come on. It's yeah, going to be Belichick. For sure. They're, they're, but, they're you know, going back but that's forth. the thing. What I'm hearing, Axel, is, you know, this could have been someone on ESPN just saying this. I think it was the McAfee show um, that it's like, is maybe Bill Belichick? Maybe people are kind of like, eh, maybe we're kind of done he's with a lot to like handle, we're not as yeah. interested. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, he's, I don't think yeah. he's interviewed anywhere else, has he? I mean, not, uh, I haven't heard. Uh, I thought yeah, I saw that something that said he hasn't interviewed anywhere. Yeah, but, well, well, yeah, that he, doesn't mean he hasn't. His team is not going to tell you anything. So if he's interviewed and another right. team wants to keep it secret, then they, yeah. they could. Oh. But the Falcons, there's loose lips. Everybody knows everything that's going on. Um, but uh, the weird thing with Bill Belichick is there's there's a power dynamic in the front office because Arthur Blank has Rich McKay as the team president. And those guys are uh, as tight as ever. Uh, They've made, I think, every single hire since Blank has owned the team, they have made together. But Bill, and and I think the GM and the manager or the head coach answer to Rich McKay as how it's been set up. Bill Belichick, the rumor is, is not down with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Arthur Blank may have to choose between Rich McKay and Bill Belichick. Yeah. So that's that's, what I, that's I, interesting. Yep. But meanwhile, I think all of these interviews are being conducted by Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot, the current GM. And like you said, Axel, this is an exhausting process that they're going through these 13 first interviews and 
like another five or six probably second interviews. It's a lot. And are they going to do all that work and then get fired when they, when Blank wants Bill Belichick to come in? <laughs> yep. That's that would be what's pretty brutal. Yeah. But that's what that's, that's what I heard, possible. Brett. Is that because you got to think when you're hiring, Bel- hiring Belichick, it's like look. You think traditionally you hire the GM and then the GM hires the coach. But then you do have situations where, like you, we saw with fucking the Jets before Sala, who, who I, I shall not name his name, the, the weirdo dude. Um, God, I can't believe that when I think back in my life that I loved the Jets so long. Anyway, oh, no. long story short, oh, it was boy. it was reverse, right? They hired the coach. Then he's like, hey, get this GM. But with Belichick, yeah. you got to fire a lot of motherfuckers because he takes like twenty people's jobs. He wants to control yeah. everything, so it's yeah. such like, oh a yeah, change, those thirteen interviews you did. <laughs> yeah, now you're fired. Uh, yeah, so, so that I think that's the biggest holdup because everything I've heard is that Arthur Blank wants Bill Belichick. Yeah, and but if he has to choose, or if. You know, some other team comes along, and or if Bill Belichick maybe doesn't want the Falcons, or is only lukewarm on the idea, where's he going to go? Then you're going to have to fall back to. I don't know, but if he doesn't get what he wants, I don't know if he's Washington could be the one place that would give him everything. What other jobs are open? Washington, Carolina. Yeah, Washington. Well, Carolina Carolina just hired um, Dan Morgan. Former yeah, they hired Miami no, they, they are, they as were GM. A, no, as GM, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah that's what I was GM. about to say, but I had yeah. to get the Hurricanes in I there. thought that oh, took gotcha. them out. Yeah. To me, me that took them out of it. Hiring a GM took them out of the Belichick race. That's how I feel. Well, I've seen a lot of stuff about Washington that they want, uh, what's his name from the Lions? Ben Johnson. Yeah. So and they're go. waiting for them to. But I thought I don't know. Harry Who Glenn knows? was going to get a job. I, I just like he's a, he was a great Jet. Former Jet and Cowboy DB. Yeah. Um, All right. So, well, uh, moving on, just some Italian news. Um, Nick Sirianni stays with the Eagles. Uh, OC's Brian Johnson, defensive coordinator, Sean Desai, who was demoted uh, in season, and Patricia, they've been fired. I haven't heard. Have you heard if Matt Patricia's been fired or not? No, I think he's still there. Is he still there? Good. I I hope he's Oh, is he fired? Oh, he has? I hope you're right. I, I thought so, but but I, I hope you're not right. I ra- I want Patricia with the Eagles as long as possible. And the, C- the Seattle Seahawks is the other opening, by the way. So there's oh, yeah, four yeah. right now: Commanders, Falcons, Panthers, Seahawks. Uh, this uh, this is from NBC Sports from two days ago. It says report Matt Patricia out of contract with Eagles. Will yes. pursue other opportunities. Yep, you're right. Oh, okay. Damn it. He won't be back. Damn it. He'll be back. Um, He'll Vic go Fangio, with Belichick. Vic Fangio's out as the Miami DC. Uh, Eagles are interested, and also Ron Rivera interviewed for the uh, Eagles D- DC position, uh, and Antonio Pierce officially became the Raiders Good. coach. And now they're paying like forty-two coaches. Um, <laughs> so we'll you know we'll see how that goes. And then a little drama in Big D. Uh, CD's land mom said Dak isn't it, and a uh, good old Jeff Saturday, uh, who I can't believe he was a head coach, <laughs> He's the biggest freaking goofball. I. I love Mike Greenberg, but why do you have him on the show? He's just, he's an idiot. He's a hot mess. Um, says, uh, yeah, trade Prescott to the Falcons. Okay, yeah, that'd be great for the Falcons, but did you even look at salary cap stuff and different things? Like, yeah, he, he's not really thinking. He's probably boozing with Ursay. Oh, sorry, Ursay's been ill. I don't mean <laughs> to say that. Anything else? 
That's it, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. Let's hit the oh, games, this bro. This just in. Dan Pitcher has been, for the Bengals, has been promoted to OC. Dan Pitcher. Okay, good. Oh, that's a that's a game changer. Yeah. Oh, Not God. to be confused with Joe Reliever. Oh, that was Hey-o. a good one. Oh, I thought you were going to say Tom no, Thermos. Yeah. No, I, wa- I wasn't going to. Get it, Pitcher of Water. Get it. All right, Ando. All right, are we ready? No, we want to go longer. Okay, no, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Go. Okay, well, <laughs> yes, no, I just love talking see. about these games. Well, we had. We'll just go quick. We're a football podcast, Axel. We got to talk about everything. That's true. And earthquakes. So yes, we, everything. We've already talked about the games for a lot, so we'll just go through it quick here. We had four games last week. Brett was the only one to pick the Ravens to cover. Axel was the only one. The Forty ers covered. The, excuse me, the Packers covered the spread, even though they lost. Or not covered the spread, but whatever. Yeah. What do you call it when they, whatever it is. Uh, Axel's the only one to pick them. But Axel also picked the Bucks wrong. And Solo, you picked the yeah. Chiefs wrong. I'm the only one to pick the Bills Chiefs game wrong with the Bills. So yeah. um, last week, Brett was 3-1. and one. Axel and I were 2-2. Two and two. Solo was 1-3. and three. So overall, Brett is leading going into the Super Bowl. 7-3. and three. Axel's 6-4 or into the championship round, excuse me. Brett is seven and three. Axel is six and four, and Solo and I are still in it, barely at five and five. <laughs> barely. So, mm, which well, means if, we, if you add this record with the regular season record, then I'm back over five hundred, baby. I was going to say you know you just cursed yourself when you said that, didn't you? <laughs> I was going to say you want to go over three now. And no, <laughs> Brett would be over five hundred, and I'd still be in the lead. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Alternate so, realities. Uh, I'm not going to say anything, Solo. So cause they just they just curse themselves. So yeah, no, I'm, I, I, my picks suck. So uh, no, I'm, I'm nothing. So, high so, I wouldn't say suck. Yes, they, yeah, we will be going in the order of the standings. So Brett will be going first. Okay. Then Axel. Then me. Then Solo. For all two games. For all both <laughs> games. Yeah. For all <laughs> it's, two. Yeah. It's going to get crazy. So well, I hope first, you can up, remember. Yeah. <laughs> First up, we have 3 o'clock Eastern on CBS with Jim Nance, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson from M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. It's the Chiefs and the Ravens. The Chiefs and Ravens have not played this year. In fact, they've only played in the playoffs one time, surprisingly. The Ravens won that in 2010. The Chiefs have been to five Super Bowls, including three of the last four years. The Ravens have been to two Super Bowls. They've won both, but the last time was in 2012. During the regular season, the Ravens were number one in points allowed at 16.5. The Chiefs were number two in points allowed in the league at 17.3. Ravens also led the league in sacks and takeaways for the season. Mm. The Ravens were number four in points scored. They also boast the number one rushing offense. Last week against Houston, they outrushed Houston 229-38 to in the second half. The Chiefs were 15th in points scored overall. Head-to-head, Pat Mahomes is 3-1 and versus Lamar, but Baltimore won the last time they played each other, and that was September of 2021. In the four games against Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes is averaging 370 and three touchdowns. So he likes to play against Baltimore. So Axel, or no, Brett, the Ravens are favored by 3.5. So who do you have? Ooh, I'm so looking forward to this game. 
Um, all of those regular season stats are great, Andy, but when it comes to the Chiefs, I don't really care so much. I think they're just they turn it to another gear in the uh, playoffs. And, man, I don't know who's going to win this game, but since I get, I'm going to give the Chiefs a chance, I think three and a half might be too much, so give me the Chiefs plus three and a half. Axel. <sighs> All right, baby. Pee break? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm here. Solo, I'm here. Oh, wow. wake up. Did you um, win some last minute studying for your pick? No, I, I, I actually, I was looking at the two Ravens Super Bowl wins. I couldn't remember who was the quarterback for the first one. What was that in 2000? Oops. That was Trent Dilfer. That was yeah. That was Trent Dilfer, and then and then um, 2012 yeah, and then was flaccid. Yeah, yeah. And that uh, was the lights went out. Yeah, oh, that was the light. Game. Was that was that Kaepernick in that game? Yeah, that was yeah. against Jim Harbaugh. And then yeah. was Ray oh, Lewis was still Harbaugh playing versus Harbaugh? Huh? Was Ray yeah, Lewis in that played. second one too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, that was the deer yeah. antler spray. Oh, and oh, yes. send him deer antlers spray. Oh, that's right. Solo remembers everything. See, that's why I didn't want to Google anything. I just want to ask Solo. Um, <laughs> you have such a good memory for this ship, man. I really wish I I did, but it's I it's gotten know. worse. And that's the thing. I used to be five, six years ago. I was I could tell you everything yeah, about everything. Old. Now I'm married. You're still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you're there still you pretty go. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're still married, very so. good. Well, yeah. I mean, look, what a fucking game. This is going to be just like I think the Bills game, and I think it's just going to—they're just going to go at each other. I mean, what can you say? They both have good defense. I mean, it's Lamar versus Mahomes. You can analyze it all you want. In the end, you got to go with your gut, your heart, and I still say the king will remain Chiefs. Ooh. You have a oh, big bet, don't you, Folo? Yeah, it's if the, if the Chiefs. Oh, that's right. If the Chiefs and the Niners get to the Super Bowl, I think I went around two hundred bucks. If the Chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl, I think I went around four hundred. Oh, okay. I thought you said eight hundred last no, week. No, no, not that different. much. Not. Oh, okay. No, that was my crazy. I think I had like a. I almost. That, oh, yeah. oh, I needed. What did I need again? I needed one more touchdown pass from Joe Flacco. I would have won like six hundred bucks. Oh. Well, I, I, I'm also going to go with my gut here, and my gut says that the Ravens are the best team Ooh. remaining. Lamar Damn. Jackson. I think when Solo said earlier they're on the verge of going to a whole new level, I think they're already there. Oh. Lamar, this is by far the best Lamar's ever looked. Could. Like you said, he's not just scrambling around and taking off; he's only taking off when he needs to. And I, it's yeah, he's he's just he's become a better quarterback. I think maybe all that time he missed last year, he must have spent it studying because he looks like a different player. I'm taking the Ravens to cover. Oh, nice. I mean, I have a vision of the the Ravens winning by a couple of touchdowns. But I'm going against my vision, and I'm taking the Chiefs plus the points just because they're the Chiefs. Um, if Mahomes is going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, he needs to win this game on the road against Baltimore. So give me the Chiefs. Whoa, old nice. Andy takes the rate. Oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I am Are we allowed to switcheroo? Yeah, you can switch. <laughs> I'd like, I would like to use my switcheroo. 
and uh, I would like to change my pick to the Ravens. Oh, I, why? I, I shared Heath's vision of Lamar scoring a touchdown to go up by 14 points in the fourth quarter. <gasps> Did you really? And, and then Mahomes coming back and like scoring a garbage cut touchdown, so that they win by seven. Oh. Give me the Ravens. Wow, Brett. Wow. Okay, we got to remember this. We got to remember this because if if my vision is correct, then I should go with my visions. Wow. I don't normally do. Okay. Ooh, I was kind of hoping that. I'd be by myself there, but okay, let's go. Next up, Brett, that's what I do, Andy. Yeah, I know. Oh, I should I say, um, Switcheroo. Lachlan wanted me to tell you that he wants to take the Ravens too. He did before I started recording. He said, "Dad, Good job, Lachlan. I'm taking the Ravens," and he has a pick for the next game too. Oh, cool, cool. Okay. All right, next up. 6.30 Eastern on Fox with Solo's favorite announce team of Kevin Burkhart, Greg Olson, yes! Aaron Andrews. Yes. Levi's Aaron Stadium Andrews. in Santa Clara. It's the Lions and the Niners. They also did not play this year. It's the third time they've played in the playoffs. First time since 1983. So the Lions obviously have never made it to the Super Bowl. The 49ers have made it to seven, winning five, but have lost their last two. Last week, the 49ers took out the youngest team in the league. This week, they played the fifth youngest team in the league. The Niners were third in points scored. The Lions were fifth in points scored. The Niners were third in points allowed. The Lions were 23rd in points allowed. Jared Goff is three and six career versus the Niners, losing five in a row to them. Only one of those was mm-hmm. the Lions, though. And Brock Purdy has never faced the Lions. Axel, the 49ers are favored by seven. Who do you have? Oh, I go first. Okay. Um, this is confusing. I hope I don't, I hope I get the next round right. Uh, <laughs> what an amazing, seriously, these are two great fucking games. They really are two great games. Um, and I'm, I, I mean, I'm going with the Chiefs because. I, I like Mahomes. I think they can win, but I think the Ravens are great. And just in this way, the way the 49ers played last week and the way the Lions played, I I think I think the 49ers are going to somehow win, but I'm going to pick the Lions because of the points. Well, I have all season said the 49ers and the Ravens are the best two teams. And I have been down on the Lions. I've come around on them a little bit more, but I still don't think they're in the 49ers class. I'm taking the 49ers to cover Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Ooh. Um, my vision was correct. I envisioned a few weeks ago a Lions 49ers <laughs> NFC Championship, and it came true. Mm. Um, which is interesting. So I just you know, got see Wayne fonts. Are you taking that ayahuasca again, Solo? Oh, that's what it is. Ayahuasca. Yes. Um, I'm going up. I'm going to stay at the, the Arctic Inn or whatever. Take a darkness retreat. (laughs) Yeah. I need something. I'm going to go there for 30 days of night. I just want to, uh, anyway, that's, that's for another pod. So I got five pods to do now. Okay. Uh, I think it's going to be close at first and then the Niners should blow it open. Um, I'm rooting for the Lions, of course. I want to see them. I just, I don't know if I trust Goff and San Fran. Now, no Debo definitely does hurt, but mm. I, I just can't see the Lions stopping the Niners. Wait, he might play. 
he might yeah it's 50 50 or yeah his shoulder's yeah, they, not broken yeah and they all say yeah they hope he's gonna play i mean we don't know um but i'm sure he'll suit up and see how long yeah he, goes. he might be a decoy um, yeah who, who knows um but seven does seem high for an nfc championship game i just i can't envision the lions crushing the niners uh keeping it close definitely poss- possible but I'm with Ando. I'm going the Niners. I just think they're the better team, and they'll rebound. And they, the the the, the 49ers could win big here. Um, I could see them winning by 13 to 20. Um, but I'm rooting for the Lions. But I'm taking the Niners minus the number. I'm reverse jinxing because I don't want them to win. Because <laughs> I know my pick sucks. Brett, do we lose Brett? AI. Oh yeah, we did. We lost Brett. Oh, he's on mute. Yeah, he's muted. Sorry, I was on mute. Oh, thank God. I'm back. I'm back. I'm oh, back. Brett's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who's taking you. You know what, Mike? I love I Brett. Oh God, Brett. Sorry. Oh, is that Chris Collinsworth? Yeah, that's Collinsworth. Leaving him a message. That's Collinsworth oh, having Brett. an orgasm because oh, Brett's Brett. back on the show. Oh, Brett, that Lions <laughs> defense is so bad, Brett. Oh, Brett. Oh, my God, Brett. Oh, my God. Is this porn again? <laughs> I shit while jizzing. That happens sometimes. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Lisa wasn't on the low seat. God, yeah. yeah I got to cut that out now. Lachlan listens to this. Ah, he'll be asleep by now. See, I, I muted myself, but it won't let me mute you guys. Okay, so. Oh, hey, oh. So true. All right. Well, I'm not sure who to pick in this one. This is, this is a good line. I could see the 49ers blowing them out, as Heath said. Um, if you just look at how they played last week, the 49ers struggled. I think the Lions pulled away and were clearly better. They were both playing some hot teams. Um, I have no good reason for this pick, but I'm going to pick the Lions. All right. All right. There we go. There we go. So, but for our Super Bowls, you. Oh, there's two of them? What? Oh, you said Super oh, the, Bowls. The, what, the one we picked at the beginning. No, no. I just, I just meant. What collective? Oh, like, on these, yeah, on these because I I'm picking the Lions for the points, well, but I think it's, it's going to be Chiefs oh, yeah. 49ers in the Super oh. Bowl. Yeah. Um, Andy thinks Ravens 49ers. Heath, who do you, who do you and Brett think? Uh, it was Cowboys Ravens was my Super Bowl? <laughs> no, no, now, now, even with your pick though. Because it's with the spread, you still you think? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Ra- Ravens Niners. I'm yeah. still okay. Yeah. yeah, I would say Ravens Niners. Okay. Wow. But Chiefs probably it'll be Chiefs Niners, and I'll be so thrilled. So nobody well, thinks yeah, that that was the, the pandemic bowl. That was the Super Bowl before the pandemic. Yeah. Nobody uh, thinks uh, the Lions Chiefs are making the, the Super Bowl. So if they did make the Super Bowl, they we'd all be surprised. <laughs> Well, I could see it happening. I just I wouldn't pick it to happen. No. I mean, I think I remember if there's an if I think like I've said before, if there's a bunch of injuries for the 49ers, which they're starting to get banged up, I could see the Lions doing it. But I just I, I don't think I don't trust their D. Yeah, yeah. Purdy got yeah, hurt. Purdy got hurt. Quarter. 
Yep, that's true. That could happen. I'm picking the Lions. It could. Hey, Mahomes too. Remember what if what if what if uh, Goff gets hurt? Who the heck is the Detroit's backup? I think it's. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, I think it's the coach. Eric Kramer. Think, <laughs> the coach Hooker, comes in. Eric Kramer. No, I just had nineteen ninety one flashbacks of the NFC divisional. <laughs> Dan um, Orlovsky, he was used to be there too. I think. Oh, Lord. you know, yeah, the thing that uh, the thing that I Mike consume, McMahon. This, yeah, there we go. Rutgers. It's Dave Craig, I think. No, he was with the Seahawks. Um, no, he was the with th- the Lions too. Oh, he was with the Lions. Okay, the thing that I still wonder about, and it hasn't really it's happened. It's Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, it's Teddy. <laughs> oh, is and it? Yeah. I'm still oh ner- God. That's... I'm still nervous about Dan Campbell making a mistake and doing one of his things where he gets that, too aggressive. I know. I know. And oh, that hasn't happened so in cool. the playoffs. They've yep. played it. You're so right, Andy. They played it so cool that that would suck. And you know, yeah. I do. I want that. Hey, you know, I know our friend Mike loves the Lions. A lot of people. They, they're like the Bills, so deserving, right? Like. People want the fans deserve it. The fans are the ones that deserve it. I mean, shit, if you go 0 16 and just a couple years ago, you deserve to have some success. Oh, by the way, Lockett picks the 49ers too. Oh, 49ers. Ah, Lock, 49ers, Ravens. Yeah, I mean, that emotion when the Lions won that first playoff game, I mean, the emotion. I have a really close friend of mine who's from Michigan and lives back there now, and he's a big Lions fan. And I mean, he's younger than me, but like, I mean, think about. I mean, at least I don't have to hear now. The last Lions uh, playoff victory was against the Cowboys in 1991. Uh, thank God I don't have to hear that anymore. But it's it just, I mean, talk about, you know, when you went over the stats and everything, Ando, I mean, tortured fan bases. I mean, Alliance. I mean, and th- that one guy was, he's like 66 years a season ticket holder. Yeah, so he's like 93 so, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. He's saying he, he, I think he did see the last championship or at least, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard not to root for him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's the great thing about football is as much as we upset our teams don't make it after about a week. Now I'm like a fan and I just want to see good football and then pick the storylines and see who I want to root for. Um, that's how I know I love football so much. Cause if I was just a Cowboys fan and that's it, I wouldn't even care. But that's just not in my DNA. Um, I just we just love the sport and just you know love players and it's, it's just it's it's I'm very happy to be a fan. At the same time, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a blessing and a curse. There's no question uh, about it. Yeah, I did put my uh, new uh, Cowboys license plate plate frame on my Jeep with the five Super Bowl things because I know there's not going to be a sixth. So I just figured, <laughs> why not? Why not just put it on there? Oh. So, nice. Yeah. 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 That's Well, I do have I do have one fun little quick story. I was thinking about it way earlier when you were asking me about Luke and the Delvin Cook thing. This afternoon, he a couple of weeks ago, he found this old magazine. I think it might have been my old magazine. It's from like 5 or 6 years ago and it's got Flame lists of all the all the popular players like AJ Green is in there, Aaron Rodgers, all these guys. And he came when I got home from work. He he ran up to me and he's like, "Dad, Dad, did you know there was this guy named Luke and he won the Butt Kiss Award?" Oh, that's so <laughs> cute. I I, I, I oh my. and my, my my wife of course got mad. Is that like, he's just saying silly words again. 
I'm like, no, there's a guy named Dick Buckus. He's like, what? <laughs> His name is Dick Buckus. What kind oh, of parent geez. does that? And it's it was oh it was quite a fun conversation that you can have with people that have no idea about football. So. Was it Luke Kinkley? <laughs> yes, Luke Kinkley. Yeah, yeah, he won the Buckus Award like two or three times with the Panthers. Boston College. Nope. Wow. Well. Um, yeah, Dick Butkus. I mean, talk about one of the toughest guys oh, ever. But he had a name. Yeah, he had to learn how to fight early. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah. With that name, yeah. you have to learn how to kick ass. <laughs> reminds me of reminds me of my friend. <laughs> <laughs> What's I can't happening? Say it. I, I just started coming up with Fresh dirty shit in my heavy. mind to say, like <laughs> like a penis, a vagina lick, or something. I don't know, like. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a name is that? Dick Butt Kiss. That is a funny one. Yeah, that, I mean, a name of Dick. Yeah, I mean, at least call him, you know, Johnny Butt Kiss or something. Yeah, exactly right. right. <laughs> I guess his name, I've I bet you his name is it. like Robert. Yeah, and, and his parents, like every time they introduce him, they're like, it's Robert Butt Kiss, Robert. And then one kid at school was like, hey, Dick. And yep. then from now on, it was Dick. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah, Dick so, Stockton the last Dick that we know? Uh, <laughs> Kids don't name don't. I mean, Richard yeah, is. People aren't called Dick, Dick anymore. People are not. Yeah, anymore. they don't call him Dick. They should bring. They should bring like it they back. We need they, some should. More they should. Dick. They should. Should they? <laughs> they should. They should bring back. Dick. Sometimes it's just great yeah. living through a six-year-old's eyes because it's just so amazingly uh, hilarious. So. All right, real quick, let's just go oh. around quarterbacks in the NFL. If, if you change their name to Dick. Dick Mahomes, Dick, Mahomes. Dick Jackson, Dick Prescott. Dick Prescott um, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah Dick, Dick Rogers. Herber. Oh, Dick Ritter. Dick, Ritter. Dick, Ritter. Yes. Dick Bridgewater. That sounds Dick funny. Dobbs. Dick Dobbs. Dick Dobbs. Like oh, that. that's Boogie Nights Part 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dick Allen. Dobbs. That's good. D- Dick Burrow. <laughs> Oh, that's kind of an X-rated Dick one, Dick Burroughs. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. Oh yeah. my God, Dick Ritter. Though I do like Dick Ritter. <laughs> Dick Goff. Well, you and Dick Goff. If you, if any of our listeners <laughs> have any good <laughs> ones, you can email us at dvrpodcast. Okay, this podcast. I think Welcome we've descended. Eastern, Dick. Uh, all right, well, guys, this was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be back next week. We'll recap. Oh, we've missed the best one, actually. Sorry, oh. Dick Hurts. Oh, come on. Oh. Ando, you're a genius. Dick Hurts. We should just That's end true. the podcast. <laughs> Everybody knows where to find us. <laughs>